this is Taggart, and uh, this is Brandon. This is me. This is he. And how may I help yeah. you? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I butt dial you? Hello, hello. Hey, it's Taggart. Oh, hey, man. Hey, um, I don't know why hey, your name so- didn't call up on caller ID. Did you get a new number? N- no. Oh. No, I've had this number forever. Yeah. Since like. <laughs> 2006 or 5 or something. I know. Four. I've had the same voicemail for almost that long, so... Voicemail Classic, message. though. Yeah. Why would you change it? It's so know. good. I don't know. Um, hey, I don't... I, I I hope I'm not bothering you. We're supposed to be doing a podcast right now? Oh! Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got some time. Yeah, are you good? You good for that? Uh, sure. Uh, what do you want to talk cool. about? Well, well, um, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have like a question of the day. Oh, and then like we could like talk about a, like a triggered memory, mm-hmm. and then I don't know to just talk about something new that happened this week. Okay, for you you learned or you did or whatever. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? Uh, does that work? I I I think that's yeah. I think we I think I got time for that. And okay, good. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Well, because uh, strangely enough, I was doing the introduction when 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 you when you chimed in. So, oh, um, please continue. I, I know. I think I got it. I think okay. I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. So. So wait. Do yeah. You, do. Who 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 has a question? Who has the question thing? Exactly. Let's do this bit for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just um, like we were. Yeah, you got you got something we can talk about for the question? Uh, I do. I do actually. Uh, this is something I've been thinking of. Um, I don't know. I think about the questions of the day a lot. Yeah, and I think that's you know something that I can give to our listeners. For them to okay. think about, you know, a little, yeah, a little, for sure, a little brain present, you know. I don't got to wrap it, and I don't have to, you know, uh, <laughs> give them a return. I think we receipt. should change. <laughs> I think we should change the name of the segment to Brain Present. Ooh, Brain Present sounds way cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't we? I'm in for Brain, brain Present. Yeah, but um, all right. So, picture yes, this. Okay. You are at the steering wheel of your automobile. Okay, I'm there. I'm ready. Okay. I'm there. I see it. You are traveling to a destination, not too far away, just you know, okay. somewhere local, right? Just sure. an everyday kind of thing. Just in town, driving. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stop and go. Yep. Cool, cool. And, um, all of a sudden, you know, oh, something happens in the road and you want to, you know, make sure that, you know, attention is paid to it or something. Right. Okay. So, um, so you hit this button, right? Right there, you know, easily with your steering, with, you know, not even a free hand because you don't have free hands when you're driving, right? You got both those babies at two and ten. Or, you know, but like left hand at 10 and right hand at 2, you know, 
not doing some weird. Right, don't switch them. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> exactly. Um, you got you got your yourself attended to, and all of a sudden, you know, with just one quick thumb, you know, just hit somewhere pretty close to the the middle of that steering wheel there, and uh-huh. instead of this generic tone emanating from the hood of your vehicle. La Cucaracha. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it actually opens a channel on oh. your car's PA system that you can then convey what you would like via voice to the surround to your surroundings. Yes. So if everybody has this, instead of a horn that is just used for whatever purpose people do that for. Uh-huh. But they can actually just like hit this button and, you know, it's nice and clear. Even better than like, you know, like the police's the police's the, you know, a police officer's like, pull your vehicle to the side of the road. You know, like, right. just something that's, you know, nice and clear and, and you know, loud enough to, to get into other people's cars and stuff like that. If that happened, like, starting today, uh-huh. how do you think it would affect your driving and then, or not, like, your road experience? And then how do you think it would affect people... In general, like across the oh man, the world here. There, my first thought is as 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 many times as I have wanted to convey to somebody like a, a more complete picture of what I'm trying to tell them with a beep beep. Mm-hmm. On the horn. Right. The horn's done pretty good. Oh, okay. So you think the horn is doing its job. Well, the limitation of the horn um, is a nice buffer between you and the other people of the road. Oh, okay. I um, see what you're saying there. Basically... Yeah, it, I mean, it's like... It's, yeah. it's heads up. It's look. Like, right? It's an alert. Right. Mm-hmm. But if it, but it, but it also doesn't convey over, overly kind people. And it doesn't convey overly angry people, necessarily. Yeah, it, they're going to lay on the horn or beep it lots of times if they're real angry at you. And mm-hmm. you can kind of tell that. Right. But I don't know what they're saying, per se. Right. Okay. You don't know exactly what the mindset of this honk is. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I can't hear them yell at me and swear me out and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, for that, the horn is alright. It's not bad, and I kind of like the autonomy of, be, of, a drive, of being in a car and being separate from other people. Okay. Um... 
But there's definitely been times when I've been like, "Hey, man, I'm just hon- you know, I'm just honking because you know your your lights are out. Uh, you know, uh, the back your your light in the back doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's absolutely no way for me to tell them that, um, right? Right. Unless I pull alongside them and roll down their window, and they're like not scared enough to roll to also roll their window down. <laughs> and be, hey, man, your light in the back's out. I just want to let you know. Have a good day. You know. Right. Um, it just doesn't happen very often because people are, are, are just, if this guy's honking at me, he probably doesn't like me. Something's mm-hmm. up. So I don't know. I, I, I can see it both ways. I could see it. Um, as a, as a cool thing, as a nice thing to be able to like actually converse with some, you know, you don't want to have a conversation with them, but you just real quick. Hey. This is what's up. I need to tell you about it. Cool, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. I guess if you're driving the other way, you could just yell "deer" really loud and long <laughs> to well, hopefully I mean, that's, they'll that's, catch it as you drive by. Right. Deer. <laughs> so they're like, I think he said "deer." Let's slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think it's just like. Uh, I'm afraid that it would be used more for for bad than for good. Okay, so you you personally would probably just be like, instead of saying, you'd be like, somebody's backing up, you know, out of a parking space. You'd just be uh-huh. like, hey, sir, I'm behind you. You know, or, right. Hey, uh, right. Excuse me, like, I'd be like oh, I, watch out, I'm here. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm passing, you know, something of that right. nature and, and everything versus uh, you're, you're saying, though, there, you would be afraid of people expressing their themselves. Well, yeah, it's just another. Uh, uh, yeah, it's another vehicle for the road rage mm-hmm. drivers to give you more of their peace of mind. Um, that maybe I don't care. I don't care about it. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm afraid that I would use it more that way when people oh. are being dumb. Oh, not okay. not. Well, 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 listen up. Okay, there's a couple of things that drivers do that really peeve me off, and <laughs> and I guess okay. we may have talked about this a little bit, mm-hmm. like a long time ago. But uh, so for our new listeners and everybody with a short memory like me, please continue. Right, thank you. <laughs> so I go. I work up in this smaller city up by Denver. And there is a, there's a homely feel there. People want to be nice. It's real. It's, it's cool. I like it. The, the, the biggest issue is that people want to just let you in wherever oh, you are. So they're super nice drivers is what you're saying. So like, yeah. So nice. That it's nice. like that, that can be dangerous. I don't know how mm-hmm. many times like people have stopped short. Of the light to to like, well, well, where I work is right by a stoplight. Mm-hmm. So to, when I pull out of the parking lot, stoplight's on the on the right of the crossroad from when I come out of the parking lot. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's really close to the stoplight. So, um, you know, you back up three cars, and I wouldn't be able to get out of the parking lot. You know. Mm-hmm stack up three cars at the light 
Um, right. Okay. So that third car almost always, and I'm not exaggerating, almost always stops short to let me in. Mm-hmm. And and I could be going either way. I could be going right, or I could be going left lane. And you have to like now get I cross, the I'm other crossing traffic. their traffic, right? Right. And I got two cars already at the stoplight on my right, so I can't see that very well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm not turning left. Someone's going to T-bone me, you know? Um, and anyways, it's like, that's not the rules of the road. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to do that. And a lot of times, as nice as they're being, if they just go and then go with the flow of traffic when the light turns green, I actually get out of the parking lot faster than if they let me in. Especially if I'm going left. Right. If you're creeping, you know, you got to creep out into that perpendicular if you're going left. Right. And then you got to, like, like peek, and then you're sitting there, and then the light turns green, you're like, oh, crap, like, I can't go, now the, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, for those situations, I almost always just wave them forward. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's like a waving battle. They're like, no, you come. And I'm like, no, you. No, you come. No, you. You keep going. No, you. You go through. And finally, they're like, ah, try to be nice in a world. And then they drive up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be I would be on that thing. That's not how traffic works. Please <laughs> move forward. <laughs> you know? Right. Very kind of you, sir, but actually that's very dangerous. Please move forward. Right. I'll pull out after you. There's no cars after you. I'll pull it after you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'd use it for that kind of stuff a lot. Um, so I don't know. Master Drive really drove those rules into my brain. And oh, I'm like, okay. uh-uh. If you break it, Mm-hmm. Shame on you. That's not safety. So, anyways. So, actually, I mean, we might have talked about this before as well, because I remember that when I, um, the difference in where we grew up and where I went to I went to college and everything. Uh huh. Um, basically, I learned to wait at the. You know, when you're walking somewhere, I learned to wait at the corner and, or like, you know, when you're going to cross the street, right? And uh-huh. wait till it's clear. Look left, look right, look left right. again, look right again, because you have to, you know, you just, now you're double taking left, right? Like, wait till it's clear and go. But in, um, in this college town, so many kids are walking everywhere and have mm-hmm. not been taught this or people are just hyper aware or something that if you are on a street corner like the car uh-huh. will cars will just stop for you right. and by the time it takes a car to slow down and stop so I am aware that they are stopping for me right and I start across the street like i they could have passed already and you know that's the thing i yeah. just don't understand and it, and it was like, just time it was, management man we'll we'll all get there you just go yeah. and i'll go after you and i think no do you remember this like we were walking somewhere when i came home one time and i started to like walk out into the street and you're like dude what are you doing and i'm like oh right people don't stop here <laughs> 
<laughs> we were like going to like we were like by that like Qdoba <laughs> and you're just like good <laughs> like I almost got killed because because that's the thing it's it's it is there are there there's a right of way and all that kind of different stuff so barring it right. like so yes I I I agree with you 100 percent I would definitely be on there saying giving people a heads up right that's that's my horn is like very much a hey like hey look at this you know kind of a thing right right it's never like get out of my way or whatever it's more of like look out kind of kind of stuff and so right. uh i agree with you it would be more like um you know it's okay i'm turning right I have my blinker on. Please don't back up into me. Yeah, exactly. Please stop. Yeah, or no, no, you have the right of way. Go ahead. Kind of stuff. Right. Right? Now let me twist this just for a little bit here. Because you talked about road rage, and I agree with that Uh a thousand percent. People are going to light people up. You know, you breathe an idiot. What is this? You know, and harassing people and chasing people down and all this kind of different stuff, right? These battle, whatever. But... Just the arguments. Um, but... On the highway. Yeah. <laughs> like... One oh of the things... Gosh. One of the things that's super interesting is... Um, so there was this TV show about faces uh, hosted by uh, John Cleese a while ago. I like John Cleese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he... Um, in the show documentary whatever you want to call it they talk about how cars have made people angrier than they normally are Mm. in a situation because there is no face to empathize with right that people take the oh no that's my exit i need to get over quick like cut you off as i don't care about you and i'm doing this on purpose right right and like drifting into the other lane or right you, know, you could be like sorry i almost missed the exit yeah, exactly. sorry to you off. i, I so gotta you, go to i'm late for work right so you're sitting there like with your hand up like i'm sorry i didn't mean to i'm sorry you know like i didn't right. i didn't see this where they're like what the f man like like you know yelling and screaming because when you do that like with somebody on the street and it like you know it's also elevated because it's a car you're traveling at like 60 miles an hour or plus and you're gonna die right. you know but if you were to like you know if you bump someone's car like barely touch someone's car like it's instant like Ugh! versus like if you accidentally bump into somebody and they turn around like your surprise and shock of like I didn't do this on purpose will calm them down a step, generally speaking. Right. So my question to you is if this was invented with the model T, that the horn never existed and mm. it was always like uh something you could say to the other drivers what do you think that would have done to the state of driving and, you know, road rage and such? Uh, uh, that's a good question. 
I don't know if I have a good answer though. Um, because you know pilots are going like, <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Well, no, that's true. But most pilots are like commercial, like it's their job, right? Right. right. So they're not going to be like, uh, going crazy on their radio, right? Uh, when they're like, please don't fire me. Uh, <laughs> also, we're in war or whatever it is, right? Um. Now, I mean, historically, the horn has morphed from a real nice, like, you know... Um, oh, yeah. Well, 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 but, like, it's intention, but the intention behind it has oh, morphed. Right. Mm-hmm. Where now when somebody honks at us, we're like, what? Like, why are you being mean? When they might be like, oh, there's a bear in front of you? Right. Um, <laughs> and, you know, historically... Uh, the horn's purpose was to, like, say what's up. <laughs> to shoot you know, pedestrians or, out of the street. <laughs> you know, just to be like, hey, here I am. And they're like, oh, there you are. Um, I, I watched, I, I remember we watched a video in Master, when I took Master Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Master I Drive, license. for those that don't know, is just driver's ed, but you pay it's for driver's it. driver's ed, but it's a our, private company. Yeah, yeah our, it's a private company. Our school did not have driver's ed. It's right. Just, yeah. So, but they there was this video, and there's like, hunks can mean lots of different things. And they <laughs> went through all this stuff, and I remember, you know, Mr. Brady drives down the road. He sees Tommy, a little boy on his street. He hunks twice just to say hi, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> this kind of thing. And I was like, that doesn't happen. Um you know, beep, beep. If he, Hi, Mr. you drive down the road, you honk at Tommy, and he's yeah. like, I'm not a hoodlum, Mr. Brady. Why are you mean to me? Um, I so think that's the double negative... beep. That's the beep beep. Is beep, like beep. A, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, ho. Yeah. Um, so, the, so, yeah, so the intention behind it, or the perception of the intention behind it, has shifted. Mm-hmm. Where it's more of a negative thing if somebody honks at you, you're like, "Why are you honking? I'm walking here, right?" Um, versus the intention initially was to warn someone, or, or it, it was it was all like uh, to be helpful to your right. fellow. Drivers, it was more utilitarian right? than anything else. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, yeah. So be able to warn. So, so what do you so, think? Do you think people would keep with that if I, they knew that the... I don't know. So, I mean, that's the thing. If if it goes the way of the horn, then eventually it goes to where it is now anyways, right? Mm-hmm. It gets negative. If we started with that, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because the, the only real thing that I could think of it stopping kind of, or, or, or or maybe mitigating it going more negative over time mm-hmm. would be if there was a way for to police uh, you know your PA conversations per cars or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and I can't think of a good way that that would be done. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it would have been more cordial for longer? I think so. Because okay. not only are you 
Because like you said, there's anonymity. Right. You you say it better. There's anonymity (laughs) behind your your car and, you know, whether you're you're in a big rig or your tinted windows or whatever, whatever. Like... Smokey the Bandit. Yeah. You can... Or you, you, people might not be able to see you completely and all that kind of different stuff. But, right. Um, now if you're broadcasting this to everybody that could hear your horn normally, so this right. is potentially for, um, uh, not just the person, the offender of, you know, right. cutting you off or, anything it, it's it's not everybody so i don't know if people would want to be seen as a big fat jerk you know it's fair and stuff but well, especially one, if there's a lot of cars around if you're on like the freeway or something i could right. see that happening where they right you know you don't want all five of those cars around you to then shout at you to be nice you right know? hey what's the language i got kids in the car right uh exactly. whatever it is and um, then one okay. more yeah, wrinkle in this would be, as it stands right now, you can't honk back without it being, like, elevating the the aggression, typically. Like, uh, if, if you, like we said, you, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I didn't see you there, or, right. no, no, I really need, need to get in here, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you can't honk to say... Can you let me in? Right? Right. Like, and somebody be like, yeah, sure. Like, what's going to be the tenth of a second that it takes me to let off the gas to let you in so you can make this exit? You know what I mean? Right. So you just have to kind of go for it. <laughs> and that, you flip on your blinker and you just cross your fingers, you know, to, that you're going to make it. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but... And there's no sorry horn. <laughs> like, if right. somebody's like, hey, the light's green, you can't be like, honk back, like, thank you, like, I didn't see that, or, no, I'm sorry, my, you know, kids were yelling at me in the back, you know, whatever, kind of a right. thing. So now, with just the verbalization, I think it would just be, in to, to have that the whole time, it would be like... Hey, light screen. Oh, thanks, buddy. Zoom. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it would be more of like, a, like a mini conversation, like a, an exchange, rather than it's all pushed as like, you know, like you said, like it's all aggression. You know, right? Yeah. Well, so, I've I've often wondered if what it would be like. I never thought about like a PA where you could like just say whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. But have you ever played those phone games or whatever where there's like a, you play with somebody over the internet and there's a text function, but it's like you can't just text whatever you want and it just has options for you to grab? Like, no. So maybe there's like a pull down menu or whatever, so you can like say, oh, nice move or, or good shot or whatever it is. Hmm. And it's just like, you know, where. I've wondered what it would be like if you could do something like that, where it's just like, maybe I got six different horns. Right. Maybe they honk different honks, or maybe they just say the word. Right. Right? Maybe there's a, oh, thank you, mm-hmm. button, or a sorry, or, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, maybe a, 
can I come in? Right. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if that's just too much to be like, which button do I push <laughs> in the scenario? Right. Um, but I have thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a couple different horns that mm-hmm. that convey different things? And people would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, cool. Right. Uh, versus, why are yeah. you angry at me? No, 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 I'm saying thanks. Yeah. Thank cause, you. Because that's the thing with self-driving cars coming up and everything. The fact that they can communicate with each other. I mean, the, uh. the biggest problem with self-driving cars is the human drivers around them. Because the human drivers uh-huh. are going to be like, oh, I missed my exit. Oh, I, you know, uh, for, you know, I set my cruise control to something else. Or, oh, I, I'm late for this meeting. I'm just going to ride you until there's an opening and then try to swerve around you. You know, all that kind of different stuff. Right. And, you know, cars that are 100% on the same page are like, oh, you're going faster than I am. I will get out of your way. Oh, I need to, you know, get out on this exit. I'm going to flow into the traffic and it's, you know, this car's just going to slow down ever so gradually. Because like at highway speeds, one mile an hour will start opening up a gap that you can get over, you know, and stuff like that. And it will not slow you down in the long run really at all. So I don't know. It's something to think about. Um, I just think it would be very interesting to have... Like either, like you said, a, a variation of horns that's like, you know, this one's alert, this one's a question like, woodoo, right. woodoo, like, can I, can I squeeze in here? You know, that <laughs> stuff. Because that's part of it, you know, is there's no right. way to request anything from another driver, like, without, like, getting their attention and being like, can I, you know, like, no, you know. Right. So... Yeah. So, all right. What what are we doing for our next segment? Well, our next segment is trigger a triggered memory section where we usually last week we didn't have one, uh, but this week we're going to do it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we're excited. Yeah. No, I am excited. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh we um okay so i was just thinking today about greek mythology greek and roman mythology okay did you learn about this one when you were a child i uh yeah i did learn some of the classic classical uh stories yeah Mm -hmm. i don't I don't know about you, but I, I, I always, I don't know, found found that stuff, like, really interesting. Um, I'll say this. Maybe. What's that? It is very interesting to me that the, um... The Greek pantheon, and this is uh-huh. probably just kind of more of a Western culture thing, because you know we do get a classical Western education in this country um, uh-huh. and everything, but it is just so rich where I feel that 
you know, some of the other mythologies that I know, like, and I've learning now is also so rich. It's like, like people are like, oh yeah, like getting into like Lord of the Rings lore or uh, Star Wars, like what's canon, what's not. And it's just like, man, just back up a couple centuries and you got the stories that are gonna, you know, put a kid to bed for sure. Because right. there is just every conceivable, like, you know, storyline that you could, you know, put in a in a drama or in a comedy or whatever. It's it's all over the place. And just the fact that, like, some cultures, we are aware of their stories and some cultures, we have no idea what their stories are. Right. It's just fascinating to me. So, right. continue. No. Thank you for that. <laughs> um did as a child, when you were first learning about this, were there you know uh, you learn at a pretty basic level like this mm-hmm. is this is uh, this is Apollo. this guy's brother. This is uh, yeah right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo's the sun god. He, he pulls it at the chariot. Uh, you know this is Mercury. He's super fast. Uh, he brings the messages. <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. basic level kind of stuff. Um, were there certain uh, gods or goddesses here in the Greek or Roman uh, 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 tradition there that uh, that you identified with? That you were like, this guy's my guy, this girl's my girl, or whatever. So my AOL handle uh-huh. back in the day was Zeus versus Hades at AOL.com. Nice. That's classic. <laughs> so, or Zeus v. Hades, I guess. I, I don't know if I got the, I don't think I got the verses. So Zeus v. Hades. And it was very much a, like, Zeus is the good guy. Hades uh-huh. is the bad guy. Uh-huh. You know, Disney, this is pre-Disney. Um, Hercules. True. But it was very much still that um, Hades is painted as, you know, the the bad guy in a lot of these right. a lot of these tales and stuff like that. Whereas later on you realize that Zeus is pretty the out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the greatest guy. Um but in half the year Hades is super sad. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked um, as far as the stories go, um, I really liked the story of Perseus mainly just because mm. I saw the original Clash of the Titans when uh-huh. I was a kid, and that um, that story just like really stuck with me. Um, in the fact that, you know, he gets these cool gifts and everything. Um, the gods are kind of like, you know, and I mean, even that, even that, I guess that's the thing that's like most interesting to me is that there's so much personality. It's not just Uh like you said, Apollo is, you know, in charge of this and this guy's in charge of that. And this lady does this and whatever, whatever. It's like. 
this person's a jealous, conniving, you know, vindictive. Right. This person's just a happy-go-lucky, you know, fairy, fa la 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 You know, it's just there's there's so much personality right. that you can put into each of the – that they have put into each of these uh, entities that you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, these are people that just happen to have right. powers or abilities or whatever. And then the whole, like – you know, backstory of, you know, it's like, oh, well, we got to kill our father. And then, well, <laughs> Zeus is going to turn around and eat his kids, too, because. Delicious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, that kind of stuff, I think, is, is fascinating as well. So, like, I guess the story that I kind of looked at in addition to that is the Zeus v. Hades kind of thing where it was, it was all luck essentially. I mean, kind of that they got what they got, you know, that they drew lots and Zeus got to be the God of the sky and that, um, Poseidon got to be God of the sea and that, um, Hades got, um, the underworld as like you know the last pick and it's just kind of interesting that that kind of has set off their relationship of just being like well i mean i could i could rule the sky just as well as him but i just you know didn't pick right. the right stone or whatever what about you what's your go-to myth <sighs> i don't know if i'm a go-to myth well when i was a kid for whatever reason i was like i don't you know all the other kids like the the big you know i like zeus i like poseidon <laughs> i like aphrodite i like mars um or aries, aries. i guess that's why I'm, I'm sticking with the greek <laughs> <Okay>. um <laughs> i just jumped to roman for some reason um but I was, I don't know, I was always like, I, I'd rather be a pretty unassuming dude. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I like Mercury. Mercury was my guy. Just so Hermes. Hermes, as, as the Greeks would say. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I was like, dude, he just brings the messages? What a great job! <laughs> like he's got wings on his on his on his feet. Really cool. Um, there's a Mercury dime. Awesome. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. He's super fast. Great. I'm in. That's all I need to know. Um, so I will say when the Disney came out. The Disney movie came out, and freaking Hermes was uh, was was uh oh who played who is it who is it I it's, can't remember it's uh it's Paul Paul why am I blinking on his last name Dave Dave Letterman's uh band leader Paul oh, Schaefer yeah Paul Schaefer is is Hermes and I'm like really. He's like this uh, smoothie kind of New Yorker, but I don't know. Paul Schaefer's from Canada, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, 
<laughs> but uh, he's lived in New York for a really long time. But uh, I was like, that's not how I picture him at all. So yeah, I, like I find now, but I definitely see um, see that as well. Like I, I definitely would say like Hermes was was uh, a good go to for me in the fact that he um he i mean he's a little bit of a trickster right but sure. he's not that bad and no he's it's not just that, like uh oh, i'll prank you a little bit also here's a message from uh, hades <laughs> sorry yeah exactly um, so he he's you know he he, he kind of like you know gets his every once in a while but he's yeah he's he's lovable he's not into all these like and maybe i just don't know but he's not into all these like deep weird you know yeah like, no that's kind of how um, i felt too and i was like he's never really like, on either side oh, don't shoot the messenger yeah yeah he's just like just yeah you got a message to send let me know i'll send it like what is it what what's the message say oh i don't care like i'll just take it so if it's bad or it's good you know, if it starts a war or if it's just like come over for tea, like I don't care, I'll take it, kind of thing. So he was kind of in the middle, but like mm-hmm. you know Switzerland of of the Greek gods. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not picking sides. Just like here's what they said, kind of thing. <laughs> right, exactly. So he, I mean, he had to stay neutral for the most part and everything like that. So I agree with you 100%. He, he's definitely right. a good, like, you know, like for kids, especially just be like, yeah, yeah. he's the cool one. He's super fast. He's cool. He's cool, you know, man. he can, he plays a little piano. Yeah. No, uh, that's Paul Schaefer. No, but, uh, he plays a harp. <laughs> yeah, he does play the harp in the, the movie. Um, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm really kind of, I'm really kind of sad a little bit that oh. they they did the Disney movie the way they did because it completely mute like I mean why didn't they do a different story? You know what I mean? Like they could have taken any other, you know, uh-huh. of these heroes out there that has a uh, you know, an actual love story and an actual, um, like, adventure and all that kind of different stuff. Like, they could have done Jason and the Argonauts and all that kind of different stuff. Right. But the fact that they did Hercules and kind of just Disneyified it, for lack of a better term, is kind of just like, oh, man. The, the story of Hercules is so good it's so interesting and it and he has like such a long history and, and everything i know um the thing but that it's also kind i mean i get it to the point where it's like you can't be as accurate as the actual story is for kids because right yikes. oh yeah there's, um <laughs> there's incest and weird stuff going yeah. on all over the yeah. place yeah yeah um, well just the fact that you know Zeus is married to Hera, but Hera is not Hercules' mom. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. not at all. You know, so that whole thing about, you know, 
That whole side of right. Well, the whole story, but the whole thing, like he freaking, you know, Kara puts him in a rage and he murders his whole family, and that's why he has to do the labors. You know, right. like they basically just kind of touch on the labors as his little, um, what's it called? Uh, his training. Yeah, basically, his building right. up of his his stuff. All One montage. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, 1994 version with The Rock in it, or 19? No, why am 1994? What am I talking about? 19 2014. Oh god, still no. Oh okay. Well, <laughs> spoilers for that. They they tell it in actually an interesting way, where um, Hercules is actually, like, a team of people. Like, there is... The Rock is Hercules. He's a big, strong dude. Uh-huh. But there's, like... There's, like, four or five of them that um, take on these challenges, these labors together. But they've all, like, um, gotten together to give him the glory so that it looks like... He is um, doing like he's so spectacular because he's doing everything himself, right? And I'm like that. I'm, that's how I wish the live action Disney movies were, where it's like, here's how this story Taking could have actually happened, right? And the fantastical element is here, right? So it's like, yeah, he's. You know, it's like, oh, well, this one man took on this, you know, whole job to clean these stables, and how is that possible? You know, whatever, whatever. And it's like, well, it's not because he's, you know, like, godlike strength. It's because he sway, like, he he's the figurehead of this, you know, organization right. and stuff like that. So, it was an interesting take on it, for sure. Is it worth a watch? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it was all right. I I saw it at the drive through and I was a little uh, distracted, if you know what I mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, th- I, I really like the stories. I think, like I said, they're so rich and they're so mm-hmm. deep. And like, the more I learn about, you know, Norse and... Egyptian and um, like, all, and even just the stories of other like religions and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you really get that they gave these people personality. They gave they're like they right. gave these entities of personalities for sure. So it's very interesting. But I nice. I definitely One love of my... the original Clash of the Titans. It's so good. Yeah. No, it's a classic movie, which mm-hmm. definitely has a. Uh, you know, very innovative space in movie history for sure. It's good. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, one of my crowning moments uh, of being uh, uh, of my elementary career. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, School. I made uh, so for our I don't remember what year this was. Maybe, maybe fifth grade. 
when we did the mythology um, unit, mm-hmm. at the end of the unit, we had to make we had to do some kind of presentation of some sort. Um, okay. And I don't remember what the parameters were or whatever of what you could do or, or I guess I, or I don't remember what other people did necessarily, but I made a game. I made the, the Greek mythology board game. Hmm. Okay. And it was awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. I think it's probably still in my closet at my parents' house. Oh, you should like, Okay, so like legit. I should so walk, pull it out. Walk us through we should play a little bit of gameplay. What do you actually do? I don't remember too much off the bat, but like I tried to put a lot of um people and characters from Greek mythology in it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, I'm sure there was something where it's like, oh no, you have reached Cerberus. Mm, <laughs> you <right. know? laughs> now you're dead and you actually have to cross the river into whatever you know um so it was all that kind of stuff and uh you know the this is i'm sure this is cyclops and and all that kind of stuff in it so um but i i was mostly proud with like i wrote little cards and stuff um where I would write out like what happened to you and what you'd have to do, kind of thing. Land oh wow, that's super space cool! Space and you had to pull yeah. it out and be like, "Oh, whoops, your name's Atlas. Sorry, <laughs> got to hold the world forever now. You lose." I don't know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, next time I go over there, I should dig that out and, and uh, maybe <laughs> maybe I'll have you play it on podcast. That'd be fun. Yeah, bust out some of those cards. I yeah. I'd be down for that. Like, uh, I do, I mean, I really like, I mean, the other, like, the Iliad and the Odyssey, I think are really cool. I think mm-hmm. the Odyssey is a, such a crazy story. I've always like, I always thought yeah. about it. I'm like, you really want a Penelope, man. You want a Penelope for sure. <laughs> so we're just going to just like hang out and like ward off suitors until you triumphantly return. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, one thing uh, that I'm really proud of as far as Greek mythology goes, I, besides my awesome, you know, a- AOL, you know, <laughs> screen name, uh-huh. um, but um, when I, because I actually took a class in college for Greek mythology. Oh, nice. And um, then a couple years later, I was at this job, and this girl was talking about what she was going to do with her bonus, like her uh, quarterly bonus. And her choices were she's like, well, I might get a boob job, or it's like my husband and I might get new hunting bows, like for bow hunting that bears repeating for some reason. Um, and I was like, Oh, well <laughs> you really can't get both, you know, because of the Amazons. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like the Amazons, like they would lop off 
one of their breasts, or in some stories, both of their breasts, so that they could better draw a bow. And that's where Amazon comes from, like Amazon, like, like without breast. Like, that's their story. That's their origin right. in Greek history, mythology, whatever you want to call it. And I got just blank stares from, like, everybody. And I'm like, really? well, sorry. So then, fast forward, like, two years from that, and I'm selling something, like, on uh, online classifieds, and um, this girl says she wants to buy it, so, like, you know, she sets up a pickup, and the person that picks it up is my old college professor. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I took your class, like, you know, however many years ago. And he's like, oh, cool, what are you doing now? I'm like, oh, I work for this, you know, financing thing, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, probably don't get to use much of your, you know, Greek mythology knowledge. And I'm like, actually... <laughs> and I told him this, I relayed this story, and he is, like, one of the few people who, like, as soon as I said, like, well, she could either choose, like, you know, her... Uh, breast augmentation or she can choose like a hunting bone he's like oh well don't want to combine those two and i'm like exactly (laughs) i got nothing from all of these people and he's like well that's just awesome so i got the vindication like (laughs) later on (laughs) that it's not just me that just these things pop in there's 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 Definitely a subset of people that would be, you put these two right. things in a question and they would say, oh, well, oh, no. you're not an Amazon. <laughs> 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 oh, good stuff. Amazing. So, so yeah, hold on to your, you know, your random trivia knowledge or, you know, and that's the one thing that's really, I think, why, uh, mythology is so big greek mythology is is so big is because it's taught to pretty much everybody in america in some way or another that we're still naming you know expeditions to space after this kind of stuff you know like our, our literally our biggest things in the solar system and potentially even the galaxy are come from you know from this and so I, I mean, I will say that one thing that Apollo always throws me off is I always think of Apollo for the moon rather than the sun. But, yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. I love Greek mythology, man. Good question. Good stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, what's new? Yeah, so, what's new? Uh, what's to do with me? Um, so I am now my partner's boss. Huh? Really? Yeah. So, um, we were looking for a job for her now that she's got the baby, um, Uh and everything. Um, she can't go, I mean, we don't want to necessarily... Um, set up a daycare, childcare kind of stuff because uh-huh. super expensive. Why pay for it when you're the one that wants to stay home? 
yada, yada, yada. Right. 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 So we've been trying to find in this new fascinating world of working from home, like an opportunity for her to do something from home. That's not, um, that's not like regularly scheduled. It's very much Uh like a, um, like you have this work to do in a given week, you know, as long as it gets done. Great. Um, as opposed to, we need you on this job at this time, you know, right. Right. And stuff like that. So playing around with some different opportunities, you know, applying for things. She's very reluctant to apply for things that she's not like a hundred percent, like checking all the boxes on their little Uh requirement thing. Whereas I'm like, man, you can fudge any, like, oh, you need three years of, you know, this specific customers, this specific, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, but I mean, like, you can say that you have experience with that because you've done this, you know, and so on. Right. And she doesn't want to do sales. That's hard. No. (laughs) So. And I understand. (laughs) Right. So the, uh, I talked about it before the calls that I was making for, uh, the collections that we're doing for our, uh, for people who have been reimbursed from their, insurance companies but haven't paid us for their lab fees for their uh COVID-19 tests uh I say COVID-19 in case you know people play this in the the far-flung future where you know there's COVID-45 or something but um (laughs) but yeah so thinking ahead uh so basically I I dropped the little nugget that when we were planning this out I'm like yeah like you know if we are successful with this and da 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 it's like, you know, if we wanted, like, uh, it's like we could have people like, you know, my partner who's, you know, at home. She could do calls from just, you know, her house and blah, 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 blah. And eventually, you know, like a week or two ago, a week and a half ago, I guess my boss just came to me. And he's like, hey, uh, you mentioned this. How many hours could you do? And I'm like, oh, this is happening. This is freaking legit. So, yeah. So, she's just contracted on a 1099 to uh, do, you know, 20 hours of calls, all outbound, and, you know, just get paid to do that. So we got her set up and her computers, she can VPN and all that kind of different stuff. And so she's got a job now. Um, and cool. since it's kind of my project at work, I'm basically, you know, going to train her and, you know, be running all that kind of different stuff. So it's interesting. For nice. sure. Yeah. Is, is, she, is she excited about it? Like, um, or? I mean, she's, she's happy that she can, you know, do something and contribute and stay home and, you know, kind of do that kind of right. thing. It, it takes, it takes some of the weight off that in that case, which, which she likes. Right. But, um, as far super, whoa, sorry, <laughs> talking a lot and lost off. All my oxygen. <laughs> uh, as far as like calling people and telling them they need to pay us money is a little bit mm, yeah. mixed mixed feelings, I say. But I think the, the best part about it is we are very much in the mindset of 
we are just offering them a different way to pay. We're not asking them. We're not. We're not. We're not telling them they're going to be put to collections. We're more. Hey, the company that we used is terrible to deal with um, because they only have one payment method, and that's sending your credit card information on a piece of paper in the mail or a check. So how about you just? How about you just go to this website and pay online? Oh, that was right. easy. Bingo, bango, bum go, done. Right. So, yeah. It should be more like, hopefully, of just like, hey, we just wanted to tell you that there was this option to pay. Oh, that sounds awesome. Can I do that right now? Yes, you may. All right, done. Thank you. You know. Right. So. Cool. What, sir, is new with you? Well, I just finished reading, quote unquote. I listened to it. Um, <laughs> listening to <laughs> uh, uh, a book series um, that my sister, mm. my older sister, had recommended. Well, okay, let me back up. So, my sister runs a blog. Um, a book blog where she reads lots of different kinds of books, but um, but mostly they're she likes and reviews like a uh, young adult, uh huh, um, n- novels, mm-hmm. geared towards that time frame more as where she what she likes. So, um. She reads a ton of books. We went to, I remember, oh, this was a while ago, we went to Barnes & Noble when she was in town, and there was like a, a young adult like book display, uh-huh. you know, in the middle of one aisle, and she said, and she came to me and she said, I have read that whole display. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, golly. That's liked great. it, hated it, liked it. Mm, could take it or leave it. Liked it, hated it. Eh, got right. good at the end. <laughs> exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So I tend to like those kind of books for the most part as well. And so last time she was in town, I was like, I need some material. So what do you got for me for books to read? And I have a whole list of of them uh and i haven't got through very many like i just basically started to go through them and um and there was one that she gave me uh called scythe like uh like the board game scythe. like a scythe uh uh-huh. like i'm the grim reaper and i have my scythe. okay um and it's called scythe and it's a three-book series, I believe. Mm-hmm. I have listened to three. So I believe that's... I mean, it's... I'm pretty sure that there's only three. It was pretty done <laughs> on the third book. <laughs> like, uh-huh. pretty much wrapped up. Um, but uh, it's a, it's interesting concept. I liked what it was about. So here, I'll give you the basic rundown here. So this is it. 
it's set in the future. It's our world set in the future. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, it is, uh, in the future. <laughs> so it's in the future. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like the far flung future or. Well, basically it's basically like, uh, at this moment in time, humanity has learned and discovered and scienced to the point where people no longer die. Oh, whoa. Okay. So they got nanite robots in their bodies that basically uh, balance a person's chemicals out Mm -hmm. within their body so you don't have, you know, these chemical imbalances. Okay, and whatever, yeah situations they also do most of your like medicating for you so if you get hurt they they can dial down your pain receptors so it doesn't hurt as much Uh and they also heal you super fast so like at one point some dude's ear got like sliced off and it was uh you know grown back by the next day. Like, hmm, good. Pretty, pretty rapid. Not on the back of a mouse, we're hoping. Right. Okay. No, on his head. Um, and, and it's to the point where people don't really worry about death at all. Though, technically, you could still die, but it's pretty, uh, has to be a pretty extreme death and there has to be not enough of you to put you back together. Right. Basically. Okay. So people are rendered deadish a lot. Deadish. <laughs> when you okay. Are basically dead but then they can just revive you. Right. Um so there's, you know, there's people who like to uh like to splat, which is when you jump off a high building and kill yourself basically. Uh, uh okay. it's for the, they like it for the rush. You know? Oh, um, cool. Like, yeah. suicide for fun. All right. Exactly. Um, so, within this future world, there's that aspect of it where people don't die, but that we're still they're still stuck on Earth. And so, population is still an issue. So, uh, there are certain humans that are... Uh, that gain the position of a scythe where their job is basically to go and kill people Hmm. uh, to keep the population down. So they call it gleaming. You go, you gleam a person, and they can't be... Like, they could be revived, technically. But if a scythe kills you, then... They don't bother reviving they don't. They don't bring you back to life. Like you're, okay. you're, you're done. Um, also, in this future world, the world is is led and governed by a benevolent AI called the Thundercloud, or uh, the okay. uh, Thunder, the Thunderhead, which is basically the cloud. That has become sentient. Oh, fancy. Okay, so... Alright. So... Okay. 
So, and the Thunderhead is very interesting in the fact that it, like, cares for humanity and is, like, trying to do the best for humanity. It doesn't believe that it makes mistakes and it, like, um, doesn't really care about making the world better for itself. It only cares about making it better for humans. But there's this whole thing push and pull where the Thunderhead can't uh, can't um, words, English work with me Uh, can't interfere with Scythe uh, dealings. Okay. And and the and the Thunderhead can't talk to sides either. So so this so it's like government and church basically separated, right? Sides and the Thunderhead like they can't communicate. They can't hmm. interfere with each other basically. Okay. Um and so the side them has its own kind of you know, human uh, government basically for itself, which is you know a lot of posturing and like you know careering and and backbiting and you know <laughs> all this kind of political you know infighting to basically like you know run its rules and its thing and so the the whole thing kind of centers around the these old. Uh, the old guard sides that go and 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 gleam with like empathy and and you know it really tears them apart that they have to do this. Um, hmm. so, you know they have you know big consciences that that you know know the necessity, but it's not like they know it's an honor, but it's also like a, it's a tough thing. And they want to do it with respect and and all this kind of stuff. And then there's these new order sides that uh, think that they should enjoy what they do and they should enjoy killing. And it's this whole push and pull kind of thing. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so like the first book follows these two characters that um, are just normal people. And you kind of learn about like normal people's perspective uh, in this kind of almost like watered down world for them at this point. Because you don't die. You don't really have to work if you don't want Are to. Are people born anymore? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So people, so you have families, but like there was a character in there that's like their parents have a family every now and then and then they get bored of it so then they just go off and live their lives <laughs> and sure. then so okay. this character was basically like raised by the thunderhead because his parents were absentee parents they were just gone um I just don't care. but okay but you can do that you know it's like mm-hmm. you know you'll be taken care of so it doesn't really matter Right. You know, it's all kind of this and, and middle parents, down the your road. your parents can come back 500 years from now and be like, oh, hey, how did your life turn out? Cool. Right. Buddy. Right. And they're just like, oh, good to see you. Okay, bye. Um, kind of thing. And people get old. They age. But they can turn a corner. 
which just means that they have like reset their body back to look young. So there's a procedure that like <laughs> turns your body so you could be 500 but look like you're 30, right, or whatever. And so you know, and because there's no real driving force in their life to like get things done, like there's no deadline necessarily, right? There's no natural death. People don't really think about like what's my life work? Does it mean anything? Blah blah blah. Like it's all kind of milk toast kind of life. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I can uh, definitely see that where they come from, where you come from with that. Yeah, yeah. So it, that's really interesting. So, but then these two characters become uh, uh, apprentices to the scythe, and then they kind of start learning about, you know, uh, looking at life in a different way. Obviously, because of this. Anyways, and there's lots of things that happen over the three books and 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 uh, and whatnot. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Listened to it while I drove. For a while, and uh, so, anyways, there you go. So, my one question is: Are there mechs in this? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Not that I, uh, not that I came across. So they're not. It's not like the board game. All right. It's not like the board. Game. Well, there's, no. there's board game sites, and it's all. Gotcha. You're, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're like different mechs, and you're fighting each nice. other and stuff but they have no reason yeah, to, they no, have no reason there's to fight like, there's no war there's no yeah like yeah people are jumping off thing. of buildings for fun so i guess it's just right yeah right gotcha okay so yeah it's it, it, it's interesting they put some interesting like obviously this person when they wrote this book like really thought about what life would be like if there was no death mm-hmm. and like how people would think about the mortal age compared to the age now when nobody died and and how after a while there'd be a big disconnect from there, like why were people like this then mm-hmm. and uh, and so there's some really interesting kind of uh, perspectives as 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 that goes um, throughout the books and and I don't know I I, I enjoyed it. There you go. Um, and if if people were interested in more reads like this, they so they could totally go to my sister's blog. My sisters, both of my sisters, contribute mm-hmm. to this blog, and it is called Intellectual Recreation. Ooh, that is a and, good title. Uh, it's nice, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so. My sister just, they, well, they just put out on the December 31st their favorite reads from 2021. So you could go back and uh, that would be a good place to start. Kind of go look over. Uh, she, she, they, they put them in like different categories, like uh, favorite young author contemporary, favorite gender or genre bender. Favorite pandemic book, blah, blah, <laughs> Favorite blah. gender bender? Genre bender? Genre bender. Yeah. Like, it's a good play on words. I read it wrong. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but, 
Favorite historical fiction, favorite new book in a beloved series, favorite blah, blah, blah. So anyways, they they, they kind of all laid it out like that. And, nice. Uh, also, yeah, Jolie did that one. So, um, but yeah, if you like that kind of thing and you want to you wanna find some books to read, that would be a good spot to go check it out. Awesome. And see what you can find. I have a list already, like I said, from last time she was here, for things I need to read. So, so there you go. Well, that is it for all of us here at yeah. the studios. And I <laughs> know uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight and today. Uh, whenever you guys are listening to this, sometimes it takes you a little bit over, you know, feel yeah. free, feel free to, it's all good to, to stick it out. Um, but we, uh, are going to be posting another episode of our, um, beginning of the end podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and that is available on Patreon. Uh, so hit us up, tag and Brando uh, on all the regular social medias at Gmail and so on. And uh, if you have any suggestions for stuff like that, let us know. We are happy to watch a TV show that you guys recommend to us because we don't know what we don't haven't seen. So <laughs> right, we will, we will get on that. So thanks so much for being with us. Yep. I.